Watch the Commanders will be voting in 10 new players to their list of the top 90 greatest players in franchise history. And now the Commanders are giving that opportunity to the fans, giving them a list of 17 different players to vote. And here in the Next Gen Fan Podcast, I will be breaking down which players you can vote for and also looking at the other 80 greatest players and seeing some interesting errors that really should not have happened in the first place here on the Next Gen Fan Podcast. All right, this is the Next Gen Fan Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, just real quick, I wanted to say thank you to all of those who do listen. Um, I really appreciate you guys making this podcast a part of your day uh, here on the 10th episode. So, the Washington Commanders, this being their 90th year as a franchise, they are giving fans a chance to vote in 10 more players to create a total of the top 90 greatest players in franchise history. Now, looking at that list, <clears throat> we have... Now, so this list first came out on July 9th, all right? And when that came out, there was only 15 players. They had a total of... Now, players... There were two players that were not included in the original list. Trent Williams and RG3. Now, Trent Williams, with the franchise has seven Pro Bowls. I mean, he is arguably the best left tackle in the NFL right now um, and has definitely been one of the top five players in the Dan Snyder era. He was not on this list. He had a falling out with Washington, ended up getting traded for the Niners, which really, he, Commanders only got back very little. What with Washington, now they got this list. There's 17 total players. Full list, they have Trent Williams, Santana Moss, Larry Pecatelio, Daryl Grant, Ryan Kerrigan, London Fletcher, D'Angelo Hall, Joe Lavender, Stephen Davis, Laverne Torgensen, Chip Lowmiller, Mike Sellers, Chris Cooley, Alfred Morris, RG3, Champ Bailey, and Kirk Cousins. So these are the 17 players that fans can vote for. You can pick 10, and you can vote for those players to get inducted into the top Washington players in franchise history. Now, looking at these players... Uh, it's not so much, I, I think it, it, if Dan Snyder was the one who got involved with this issue with Trent Williams, because yes, while Dan Snyder wasn't, it really, Trent was really mad at uh, former team president Bruce Allen, but we've seen that Dan Snyder has done, I mean, there, there are reports coming out that he poured, he had employees pour milk underneath the seats in a suite when the Lerner family, the team, that, the family that owns the Nationals, came to visit because apparently he had an argument, um, something about the ticket prices that Dan had to pay. Um, that again, that is just a report that has come out. But along with that, Dan Snyder has a history of having issues like this, and wouldn't surprise me if they left Trent out for a reason. However, they were able to bring him into this list, and they also got RG3, who. In my opinion, I, I did not... So I voted before they had Trent, and I, w I would have voted for Trent Williams just because the dominance he had at that left tackle position. I think it's a it's good that Washington... I like what they're doing here, being able to vote in players. Um, I, I do think that is very, very admirable, recognizing the great players that made up your team, that built your fan base, um, and that really, really helped out this Washington franchise. Now... We are going to move into the 80 players that are already on this list. So you can find this at 
the commander's website, you go to team, and then you scroll all the way down over to history. They have the 80, top 80 players in franchise history. So this list first began as, in 2002 as the 70th greatest players. They've since added the 80th and now the 90th greatest players. This Again, this list, June 2002, was when this was first created. Keep that in your mind. As I, I read through these errors, uh, you're going to you're gonna be blown away, I, I guarantee. All right, so let's, let's start out with this. Um, Joe Lavender, a guy who is currently not even on the list yet. He has, so if you look at his name, it's spelled L-A-V-E-N-D-E-R. That, that's Joe Lavender. That's how his name is spelled. In the ranking, if you look at how it is spelled, all right, originally, before they added Trent Williams, before they added RG3 and made this error, and uh, corrected this error, it was spelled L-A-V-E-N-D-A-R. Uh, so a little misspelling there. Not, not, nothing crazy they they fixed it so kudos to washington that was on the list of the 80th greatest redskins um also laverne torgensen he's only listed through he was only listed through 1983 but uh he did in fact go from 1971 to 1977 with george allen and then joe gibbs staff from 1981 to 1992 and then also richie pettibones one year in 1993 so the an error there as well they have since fixed that error so again kudos to washington all right now we're going to get into the nitty-gritty and this is at the the team site underneath history uh this is not on the command legacy site and so for starting off they have uh former safety mark murphy uh, they have his name spelled wrong. His last name is M-U-R-P-H-Y. They have his M-U-R-P-H-E-Y. Error there. Clinton Portis. Um, he played from 2004-2010. They have, under right underneath his name, uh, listed Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 1968. Uh, Portis isn't even in the Hall of Fame. And, I mean, in 1968, uh, he wasn't even alive then. Sonny Jurgensen. Someone who played from 1964 to 1974 is listed as Hall of Fame 1968. So that was only four years into his NFL career. John Jansen is listed as 1999 to 2009 when he only played with Washington through 2008. And then he also has listed, John Jansen, also listed as Pro Football Hall of Fame 1968. Um, uh, three players with Pro Football Hall of Fame 1968. Little, 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 little issues there. And then they also have... George Stark, listed as Pro Football Hall of Fame 1966, way before his NFL career. Richie Pettibone is listed as Pro Football Hall of Fame 1996. And then we so we also have Russ Grimm, Chris Hamburger, and Art Monk. Though none of those guys are listed as Hall of Fame players. Yet, all three were voted in in the Hall of Fame. Russ Grimm in 2010, Chris Hamburger 2011, and Art Monk in 2008. Um, so those are, those are the errors that were found. Uh, you can find this at Commander's Wire, this article online by, um, Ivan Lambert. Those were the errors that were found. And, 
honestly, I, I just... I, I'm, I'm getting tired of this stuff. Washington, like, what other franchise does this? You're trying to commemorate and honor the greatest players in your franchise's history, and you can't even spell their name right? What are you doing? And then, for some players who got into the Hall of Fame, you can't even list that. Greatest reward you could ever get is get inducted into NFL Hall of Fame, and they don't have it listed. I mean, this list has been out for 20 years. 20 years! 20 years! How have they not fixed this in 20 years? It is ridiculous. If you look at any other franchise, I mean, I, I bet you that they don't have errors like this. Misspelling their best players' names, having the wrong Hall of Fame years, I mean, we have players who have Hall of Fame listed. They weren't even alive then. Who is, like, whoever is maintaining their list, all right, whoever's managing this website, how, it's, it's not hard to fix these types of errors, and yet for some reason they're still there. I mean, going through the list, it shocked me that these things were actually true. I mean, when I first read the article, I was like, okay, well, there can't be that many. I checked the article date. All right, this was from July 10th, one day ago. Then I go, th I went through today, looked at the errors. They're there. I don't understand how stuff like this can happen. How can this happen? This is a team that has been around for since 1932. All right, they've been around since 1932. All right, I. I, it's just, we're coming up on the 90th year anniversary. I understand that for a very long time, this team was great. This team was very successful. All right. But when you're bad, all right, you can be bad on the field. But can we fix the off the field stuff? All right. Can we fix this? We shouldn't be having to deal with this stuff. It is a website. All right. Just put in the right dates. Put in the right statistics. Do we not have pro football focus? All right. Like, it is ridiculous. These are errors that should not happen at all. You shouldn't be misspelling your greatest players' names. You shouldn't have the incorrect years on there. If you're going to honor your players, yeah, honoring them by spelling their last name incorrectly is great. Honoring them by putting the wrong dates that they played on your team is great. Honoring them by putting Hall of Fame years where they were not inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's great. Nice job, Washington. Can we figure this out, guys, please? It, Washington, in the Dan Snyder era, has been unsuccessful, period. That, that's just the case. But can can Dan Snyder and, and his, his team not hire someone who is capable to get this stuff right? I mean, we saw it with the patch when they unveiled that in February, and they got the Super Bowl dates wrong. All right? Yes, they fixed it. But how do you get your team's Super Bowl dates wrong? How? I bet no other franchise does this. How do you get that wrong? The greatest moments in your franchise history, the greatest dates, when they won the Super Bowl, you got it wrong. How do you get that stuff wrong? That is absurd. It's, it's the greatest moment in your franchise history, the time when your team was the best. And for some reason, we can't have adults in the room who can get that stuff done correctly. These are simple things, all right? It, it becomes a major problem when they are... When, when somebody screws it up because they are so simple. 
any other NFL franchise, doesn't matter how bad they are, could get this stuff right. And yet, for some reason, Washington cannot find a way to get the simple things done. Crazy. I, I, I was shocked reading this list. I was shocked looking at all that. Unbelievable. But back to the bright, th- bright side of things. Washington, like I said, I think this is great that they are trying to recognize the greatest players in the franchise history. I think that it is neat that they're doing 10 per decade. Well, you know what I don't find cool? All the errors. I just, I just, if you're going to honor them, can we do it the right way, please? I mean, like when you were trying to honor Sean Taylor and his family, you know what picture we saw? We saw Sean Taylor's family in front of a bunch of quarter bodies. Like, what's up with that? Could we not get them in front of, I don't know, anywhere else? Great look, Washington. And then, uh, I, overall, th- these are things that should not be an issue. No other team does this. No other team does this. And yet, for some reason, Washington has to be the team to become a laughingstock. I mean, it's your greatest player. Like, come on, any any fan, like... At this point, can you can we like at least get some fans who like lived through those glory years to to be a part of this company just so we have people who experience it and who actually know what the fans want so these things won't happen? Can we ask that? Jason Wright. I mean, you know, he comes in, he's preaching that, oh yeah, we're gonna change culture, you know, we're gonna fix all these pro- organizational problems. Yeah, that's great. Can we start out with fixing the website that's been out for twenty years? Can we start out with fixing that? I mean, I know you spent so long working on the name and the patch with the dates you got wrong, but let's actually fix the uh, the thing that we use to commemorate the greatest players in franchise history. Let's let's do that. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea, Jason, right? Unbelievable. All right, coming up next, we'll be looking at the top headlines in the NFL, including Baker Mayfield getting traded and all the storylines that are coming out with that here on the Next Gen Fan Podcast. This is the Next Gen Fan Podcast. Thank you for listening. Looking at the top headlines in the NFL, uh, Baker Mayfield was traded to the Panthers. And we had heard rumors that the Panthers are trying to look for a quarterback for a while now. Um, if I had Sam Darnold on my team, I would be looking for a quarterback too. Uh, Baker Mayfield was traded from Cleveland to Carolina. And all that the Browns got in return for the 2018 number one overall pick was a conditional fifth round draft pick. That's it. Conditional fifth. Unbelievable. And I understand. Yes, Baker Mayfield has his ups and his downs, all right? He, he struggled a lot last year. Uh, he, was, he was pretty banged up. Um, and the craziest part about this deal is obviously only the fifth one pick compensation. But Cleveland is going to pay over $8 million of Mayfield's $10.5 million salary. Whereas Carolina will only pay just, a, just under $5 million of that deal. Well, when it comes to the quarterback situation here in Washington, I'd much rather have Baker Mayfield. Here's why. Number one, Baker Mayfield's ceiling is higher. I think that, yes, while Baker Mayfield, he has struggled mightily in his career. We have seen some good play from him. I mean, don't don't forget his rookie season where he, he had most touchdowns ever by a rookie quarterback. Don't forget that. This is a guy who's led his team to the playoffs before. And yes, all right, he's been surrounded by multiple weapons. Um, but it, I think that Baker Mayfield still has a fairly high ceiling, whereas Carson Wentz, I think we've kind of seen him peak, and 
the past few years have just been really rough. And also, the compensation for Baker Mayfield. Conditional fifth-round draft pick. The Browns are paying the majority of the salary. Whereas, in Washington, when we trade for Carson Wentz, multiple draft picks. And we also are paying $28 million for that, for that salary. That's pretty outrageous. Washington could have used some of that, that 20, extra $23 million and try and sign a Bobby Wagner. You could have tried and signed an Odell Beckham Jr. All right? they, they could have signed some of these star players, and instead, we're, we're left at, we're, we're not going to be able to do that because we have Carson Wentz and the majority of that deal. I still think Washington could sign players, but it, it's definitely a lot harder when you have that limited cap. Uh, overall, great move by the Panthers. I mean, at the end of the day, if you if you if you if Baker Mayfield does not work out, then you gave up a most likely a fourth round draft pick because that's what that conditional will turn into if Baker Mayfield plays probably over I think like seventy percent of the snaps or something like that. So overall, you get a fourth round draft pick, um, which I mean, here in Washington, that's been Derek Forrest. I mean that that uh, special teams that that special teams player. I mean, if you don't play him at all, then well you. You only gave up a fifth-round draft pick, so it's not a bad deal. Now, what the Panthers do need to keep in mind is if you look at betting odds for the top head coaches to be fired, uh, Matt Rule is number one on that list, and I think definitely this is a year Matt Rule has to perform. You know, coming into his his third season here with Carolina, but if this Baker Mayfield thing doesn't work out, you know, I know fans there are excited for Matt Corral, the rookie quarterback they took out of Ole Miss in the third round. But if you look at what Carolina has, I mean, they've got the former number one and number three overall picks in 2018. And then they also got um, Matt Corral. So I, I don't think, I think that Baker Mayfield, if he matures a lot, because we had a lot of reports coming out of Cleveland over the years about his immaturity, about issues with the teammates and the coaches. Um, I think if he can mature a little bit, and, I mean, he, he is definitely a gifted player, I think that he can definitely perform. And then moving on to Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think that a big thing that hurt Jimmy Garoppolo in the trade market was that injury because, I mean, he's still on the 49ers roster. They have Trey Lance, the second-year quarterback. I mean, they treated the farm... They traded the farm to go get Trey Lance. How awkward is that going to be if you still have Jimmy Garoppolo there? Are you gonna are you just gonna have Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench? I mean, you're gonna be wasting a lot of a lot of the salary cap at that point. It, it's interesting if they either way. I think they have to get Garoppolo out of there because you, you just traded a ton of capital to go get Trey Lance last year. You have yes, a guy who led you to the Super Bowl, but overall a pretty average NFL quarterback. Um, and then I think that if you're going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo on this roster, does that show that Trey Lance isn't ready again? I mean, yes, I understand Trey Lance did not play a lot of football, but at some point the guy you took number three overall, he's going to have to play some football and maybe he's going to, he's going to stink and they're going to go four and four and 12 or whatever, four and 13. I mean, that, that's the price of this guy learning. I mean, Mike Shanahan is not going anywhere. His team was in the Super Bowl a few years ago. I think that you got to play Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to find another team. But I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up trading him 
in the preseason, maybe when a guy gets hurt, or right in the in the first few weeks of the season when a quarterback gets hurt, like we saw with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe something like that happens, and they trade Jimmy Garoppolo then. Once again, guys, please remember to rate, review, and follow this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, I really appreciate it if you guys would do that, just to help this podcast grow. It only takes a few seconds, so please, again, just remember to rate, review, and follow this podcast. Thank you. Ice leader, armed forces, firefighters, police officers, and emergency personnel. Once again, guys, thank you for listening and making this podcast a part of your day. God bless you, and God bless America.